Screenless. And welcome to another episode of Creative Cuppa. I hope you're having a fantastic week. I'm Gareth Davis, and in each episode, I chat to someone working in the many fabulous creative industries. I wonder where you're listening to this. Let me know on the socials using at ScreenlessPod. That's on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I tend to listen to podcasts either in the car or when I'm out walking Flash Gordon. That's my dog not the uh, classic sci-fi character. That would probably get some looks, wouldn't it? Anyway, I hope you're doing well and that you're able to move around a bit more with things easing. Now, if you were glued to the Channel 4 series, The Great Pottery Throwdown, like me, you would have seen a wonderful group of people, and pardon the pun, thrown together in what was a pretty difficult year all round. And week after week, those potters rose to each challenge with determination and good humour. By the way, me and my wife, Danny watched that with some friends of ours on a chat group. Hi, Rod and Joe and Amy and Ewan. Uh, we did a sweepstake for the winner. Of course, I chose Ara, which I feel is an accurate reflection of my gambling skill. Anyway, I was absolutely delighted to have this chat with the winner of the latest series, Jodie Neal. So if you have your cuppa at the ready, here we go. Jodie Neal, ceramic artist and winner of the Great Pottery Throwdown 2021. Welcome to Creative Cuppa. No, oh, thank you for having me. Or should I call you Grot? Grot. That's, on your... <laughs> yeah, that's what the family calls me, so you can, uh, you can use Is that. Is there a story behind that? Apparently, I was a bit of a terror as a child, so it just no. went... Really, um, well, yeah, was, um, <laughs> bit of a whirlwind and always getting into mischief. So they just used to shout grot at me. So uh, <laughs> it's stuck ever since. All my cousins, my aunties, my uncles, everyone calls me grot. So, oh, nice, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's endearing, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? It's ah, endearing. exactly. It was funny though when I, um, on, on the pottery throwdown, they had me phoning my parents, and my the first thing my father said, it was automatic, oh, well done, grot. And then I had to explain to everyone, and didn't I? And they thought it was funny. So is that now your nickname within that group as well? No, no. Oh, not grot, not quite yet. Uh, so Jodie is or grot. It's uh, it's well documented that you are uh, an NHS nurse as well as being a ceramic mm-hmm. artist. So the last year must have been a very unusual year for you. Yeah, yeah. It was um, a year of two halves. Obviously, something wonderful happened with, with the show and um, going to the final. But then um, with, with the pandemic hitting, as you can imagine, it was pretty horrendous, pretty scary. Working as a theatre nurse, they, they stopped all elective cases straight away. So it was left not left to just us, but a, a lot of nurses were moved to different um, environments like intensive care. So I'm to learn different skills and, you know, I'm to look after acutely unwell patients. So yeah, you know, it's um, all nurses found it difficult. Ward nurses, community nurses, it's just, uh, and doctors and, you know, domestics and everyone, you know. Yeah, I mean, the the true heroes of 2020, um, as far as I'm concerned, just... I think the, so. <laughs> yeah, you know, the frontline workers just... Just amazing in a, in what was a very very scary year, wasn't it for everyone? Yes. Exactly. Now 
you mentioned on your website that you've yearned to be creative for as long as you can remember. Yeah. Was it always ceramics and pottery? How did all that start? No, um, it's only been ceramics. Um, when I applied for the throwdown, I'd only had two years experience. But that was wow. a year ago now. So it's three years I've got under my belt and I'm still learning every time I touch clay. Things in the past I've done is um, carving wood, stone masonry, welding, anything, you know, painting, anything creative, really. As, as a child, I always used to um, cut up my magazines and, and fiddle about with, you know, they, they were animal magazines with little cute kittens or whatever. But I'd make like these big photo montages of them, just anything to change what I had into something, you know, that I create. So... Yeah, it's always been a little escape for me. Yeah, so it's it's anything, well, I suppose anything creative with your hands, I yeah, suppose, is, yeah. the, is the link, isn't it? Because you went to, you did um, contemporary craft at college and then a fine art degree yeah. at Carmarthen. And then you were being a healthcare assistant at the local NHS, found a new sense of purpose and went on to do a nursing degree. Mm-hmm. I mean, that must have been a very busy, if not rather stressful period in your life to be doing all of those things. Yeah, I, I've always liked, I, I always stick with the rule. You don't have to do one thing, you know, your, your life doesn't yeah. have to be, you know, tunnel vision, just stick to this and on, on, on your way you go. You know, I, I like to dip in and out of different things. I, I like riding motorbikes, I like cycling, swimming, all that kind of thing. So I just think, you know, it's a lot in this world to do. So just try and do as much as you can, you know, in the time you have kind of thing you know but um going from school straight to art it was always the obvious choice for me because it was always my favorite subject um I I did my my fine art degree which was fantastic and I did in Carmarthen so it was only an hour away so you know still see the family and stuff but um after that my mother is a nurse and she was like well if you want to you know earn a bit of money now you finish your degree (laughs) you've got to start (laughs) get a job and I just, I fell in love with being a healthcare assistant. It's, it's such a, it's a privileged role, you know, when, when people got that time of need and you were the one there helping them in that time of need, it is a, a real privilege, you know? So yeah, I fell in love with it and I wanted to go on and become qualified. I don't think it's for everybody, is it? I, th- I think, because I, I used to be a teacher as well. All right. And you, I think you have to be a certain kind of person to get the best out of those kinds of jobs. Yeah, without, I've, I've been in different um, roles that are the, the perhaps suit other people better. Like I, when I worked on the district, uh, you see a lot of palliative care and very, you know, um, mm. you know, distressing circumstances. And some of the girls I worked with in those situations, they were the best type of personalities, you know, that kind of thing. I, I used to look at myself and think perhaps I'm more suited in a different setting because I could never be as good in that environment as them, you know. But the, in right. other settings, especially as a theatre nurse, is very hands-on and that suited me better, you know. So I yeah. think I'm going to try all these different things. But, yeah, to be a nurse, I think um, well, you have to like people, obviously. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> you've got to be a people person. And you've got to be a people person to feature on Channel 4's Great Pottery Throwdown as well. No. Uh, I mean, we've got to talk about that. How did you get involved in that and what was the experience like for you i was i was a real fan of the first two three sorry um seasons and the first two seasons come out i hadn't touched clay so i went i think off the back of seeing that i went to a pottery class and yeah wow. I, I fell in love with the actual the material and up until 
applying for the throwdown, the only thing I'd actually done was throw things on the wheel. So making the, you know, these round vessels. And then all of a sudden, six out of the 10 challenges were hand building. So it was like, oh, okay. <laughs> right. Learning all these new processes and looking at YouTube videos every night and thinking, how on earth do people do it? You know, I was just completely in awe. But it's opened up a whole, a whole new world to me, you know, of hand building. So, and, you know, a lot of people think pottery is on the wheel and it's, it's not. It's lovely to have that skill. Yeah. It's still my favorite process to do, but there's so much more to it. You know that I didn't really realise until going on the show. So I, I can thank it, uh, the show for that definitely. So you were doing new things as they were being thrown at you, so to speak, on the show. Yes, well, six out of ten of the main challenges were hand building. So the six out of ten of those challenges I'd never even done before. Wow, so, that's that's quite amazing, and it's it's almost self fulfilling, isn't it? That the, the pottery throwdown inspired you to do it in the first place, and then you would go go on to win it. That's oh, amazing. I- during the application, all they said was, what do you want to get out of the experience? And I said, oh, well, learn new techniques. Well, they listened, obviously, because they were just throwing things at us all the time. Like, yeah, like coiling, I'd never coiled the pot, and they wanted us to do these big Akama pots. It was like, right, get on YouTube, see how see how they do it. Good old YouTube, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think every creative in the world probably at some point just goes, yeah, don't know how to do that, let's look at YouTube. <laughs> oh, it's a wonderful, wonderful thing, you know. Um, yeah, it opens up so many doors, and I wouldn't have. It's the kind of thing, coiling a pot sounds simple, but also you got the time restraints. So it's, it's like, how do you learn a completely new technique and do it well in a very short amount of time? So, yeah, luck was on uh, my side a lot of the time, I'll be honest. Yeah. And by the way, coiling a pot does not sound simple <laughs> at all. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it filmed during the pandemic so it was all locked down you're in a in a bubble which won't have happened on the show before do you think that made your group I mean you certainly looked like a really tight-knit group by the end what was that like living with everybody and you know being in that bubble being being it it was wonderful to be honest with you because if you look back at the time it was last summer so we'd gone from you know March lockdown all these uncertain times and then I living on my own as well so it was quite lonely and you know obviously right. um, coming home quite upset from work a lot of the time and then to be put in a house with all these other potters which again I didn't know any other potters and they were just so nice they're just lovely people they just thank goodness they were picked because you know I had to live with them so it, it was nice that they were nice but I just remember yeah. and everyone, everybody couldn't believe their luck that they were actually there. Everyone in that situation is in the same boat. So you've immediately got like a, a connection that way, haven't you? Moves, I think, helped us bond. Do you keep in touch? Yeah, yeah, all, all the time, every day. We've got a WhatsApp group, which is nice to keep in touch. But for the most part, it is, I messed this up. What did I do wrong? <laughs> Help. <laughs> So it's nice to have that little, um, yeah, that little group that, that can help each other out, which is what we did on the show. Anyway, you know, a, a lot of the time behind the scenes practicing, we were practicing on a, on a row of tables. So it was nothing was secretive. It was all very much like, this is how you do it. Good luck on the day. Hope it goes well. Crack on, you know. So- <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Something really makes sense to me now because uh, of how you've explained how you throw yourself into things. Uh, I saw on your Instagram that you made your own Raku kiln. Yeah. I mean, 
It was there you go. Done. Dustbin. It's so um, It's a dustbin. It's, <laughs> it's mad. So yeah, I, on the show we did Raku, which was yes, you did. It was one of the most exciting things I've ever done, and it all went wrong on the day, but then it came out okay, so it was fine. But it was just yeah, the adrenaline and the heat and the flames. It was like right, I've yeah. got to do this myself. Yeah, that's p- part of the excitement though with Raku, isn't it? That you don't quite know what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. You you can, um, the more you do it, you the more you're going to know the outcome and the, what materials you use and how you apply them is going to have a big, you know, um, effect on, on what you want to create. But yeah, for the most part, it's just pure anarchy. It's great. <laughs> Was that the first time you'd done that then on the show? Oh. On the show, yeah. Wow. You didn't have Raku okay. Kilns to practice. So, again, good old YouTube, you know. Wow. So, it was that filming was the first time you'd. Yeah. Done and it. I messed it up. I, I, the pots were way, way Sorry. too hot. And then I put the materials on and they came out. I turned around, I looked back at the pot and they'd all disappeared. So, it was like, oh my oh. goodness. Well, I thought to myself then, I was like, oh, well, I've had a good innings. I'm off home. Uh. Then I did it again. <laughs> And when I did it again, it was at the right temperature and they, they stayed put. So it was, yeah, even though, you know, my heart was in my mouth. I remember at the end, I was just running around the yard with my feather duster because I was so excited. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. I'm glad they left. Oh, and you've got some amazing moon pots that you've been making. Um, yeah, on yeah. On Instagram as well. A lot of um, Raku that, that I've been doing is all very smooth and because that's what we did on the show. That's what I know, you know, burnishing it all very smooth, but I'm learning to like add texture and use different materials from my kitchen cupboard to, you know, make these different marks and stuff. But it's just, yeah, it's fun and yeah. you learn every time you do it and it's summer moment, so it's nice to get outside. Yeah, and it is a big thing about creativity that it can be whatever you want it to be. Yeah. So you can just create, have fun, you know, your imagination is the limit, you know, whatever whatever takes you there. Who's to say what's good or bad, you know? Who's to say you should or shouldn't do something? Yeah, it's your imagination. You know what yeah. that your material can do, how far you can push it. You just get to make things. And if other people like them, great. But it's, it's always for you that you make it in the first instance, you know. But, um, yeah, it's just I'm, I'm having a lot of fun. Amen to that. That's brilliant. So talking about your pots and everything, where can people find you and your work online? Well, since the end of the show, people were, were asking to buy my things, which I'm very grateful about. So I've made a, a website. So I've... It literally just my name, jordyneal.com. So pretty simple to find. And yeah. obviously, there's I've only got a small kiln and so much time, so I, I don't make big, huge amount of work. But whenever I do, I put it on there. And you're currently sold out. Yeah, lovely. <laughs> <That's> lovely. <laughs> but like I say, I don't, I don't do huge amount of things. So you know, um, there's yeah. not big shop updates uh, coming. I, you know. And I, I like to take my time with things as well and, and get a good finish. Yeah, quite right too. Quite right too. I'll put that in the show notes for you. Maybe your Instagram as well, because that's uh, always fun to see. But for now, Jody Neal, thanks so much for joining me for a cuppa. Oh, no problem. Thank you very much. Thanks again to Jodie for sharing her stories. Uh, and as she mentioned, you can go to jodyneal.com to see her pots. And that's in the show notes underneath this episode if you are in a podcast app. 
Also in the show notes are links to the Creative Cup of Facebook group, open to everyone. Uh, so come and say hello. And of course, the socials, the Creative Cup of homepage and the Buy Me a Cup of link if you'd like to support the show with a donation to help keep the lights on. You can review this episode on Apple Podcasts or on Podchaser and you can find instructions on how to do that at creativecupper.uk. Creative Cupper is produced by The Sam Boutique, and if you're thinking of starting a podcast, they can help. Link in the show notes too. Until next time then, thanks for joining me for a cuppa. Mm-hmm.